Good evening or morning, depending on what time. Yeah, well, here it's 2 a.m. I can't sleep. And since I have the time, I decided to do my second episode of my podcast. This is Julie Fleeman, Julie Wolf, Wolf Girl. Another known nickname is Jeep Girl, Heavy Duty. Uh, already messed it up. <laughs> uh, Jeep Girl is. A joke for short wheelbase, heavy-duty rear end. Um, just to touch on that a little bit more, I am four foot nine, um, kind of a big girl, and yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Anyway, um, so yeah, on my last episode, I rambled a lot, got to the basic explanation of repairing the AC clutch assembly on my car. We hadn't done it yet. So I'm picking up where we left off on that. Next week, my dad will be joining me, I had to bribe him a little bit, uh, for just some input and some insight. Um, If anyone asks me questions on my Facebook or on my blog or my website, I'll try to answer those as well on here. Um, And also, because I love my dad, the agreement was I would give a shout out out about the Armed Forces Day Parade coming up to acknowledge, to show respect to our troops. Uh, In McAllister, in May, Uh, We will have a luncheon on Friday, and the uh, air show will be free to the public the first Saturday in May. And it's a really phenomenal event, guys. It starts at 10 a.m. I think it, yeah. And I'll I'll clarify times if anything changes. Weather pending, um, that first Saturday in May... We will have a parade, and then immediately following the parade, there will be a free air show out at the McAllister Airport. And they have planes come from all over. We have um, reenactment groups coming up to perform swing dances in the parade and show off their outfits and how hard they work to give you a glimpse of the past and how people dressed and how they spoke and everything. Um, And most of our people will be coming from the Tulsa Living History group. And um, we just absolutely love having those guys up here. Um, Anyone local who has served, thank you so much for your service. We truly, truly appreciate it. Um, anything else that I need to put on here, my dad will let me know, but on to the rest of my podcast. So yeah, um, got the AC clutch replaced (laughs) and so we take the pulley. I, I don't have the diagram in front of me. Um, obviously you can tell thus far I am very kind of off the cuff when I have time to do this. So Right now it's 2 a.m. I'm having a hard time sleeping. So we're going to talk about it now. So yeah, get that, get the pulley off and the coil 
you guys, on my AC compressor was just full of gunk and wear and tear and just crud that had built up over years. And if I had been a little bit more talented and I have a little had a little bit more time invested in this, I probably could have rebuilt it. Maybe. Um, I still might actually try just because for my own edification, I like to learn learn and relearn about processes and if anyone else is a learner like this um, I have to repeat 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 until I have it right and perfect um, I think that's why I loved color guard marching so much um, that's why I like learning uh, computer computer code and dancing and that applies as well to mechanics is learning the step-by-step -step process to do it right so you are not up a creek without a paddle at a later time. So anyone who is listening, thank you for joining me. I absolutely appreciate it. Um, I learned a lot of stuff from my dad and from running an automotive shop as a kid. And then you go to college and, and things just you just kind of lose things. And for me, like I said, if I'm not doing it every single day, something else gets replaced in my brain and it goes out the window and gets shelved in a dusty back corner of my brain for a later time. And so we did the AC clutch assembly and I'm going to do the recording of, this is going to be a sound of before the replacement versus after. And this gives you an idea of the sound that your car is making and that will kind of help you, um, cancel a couple of things out as far as how desperately a part needs to be replaced like a clutch assembly. Sometimes it's just the pulley. Sometimes it's an air shim gap on the clutch. Sometimes um, or it's a shim for the air gap. Uh, sometimes the whole compressor needs to be replaced, which is, in my opinion, my least favorite thing to do oh my gosh I replaced my water pump and my AC compressor on a 2001 Chevy Suburban this last year um, in October of 2018 and I wanted to rip my hair out I absolutely hated the process um, just to go down that rabbit hole for a minute when we had that the AC compressor on a Suburban is on the underneath and you have to take a lot of things off the car to get to it. And then you go to plug it in and you don't have the right compressor. So we had to get a second one. So we get it hooked back up. We vacuum the lines. The a valve on the top of the AC line blows. We have to wait and get a part for that. And while we did that, we went ahead and changed the orifice tube, which... What that does is it catches any contaminants that try to fly through your AC lines. And when it gets clogged, it can cause some ugly things. So anytime you're messing with your AC compressor and you have to vacuum the lines, just replace the orifice tube and the valves at the top. Um, I can't remember the technical terms and my dad will be like, again, you're telling them wrong, but bear with me because... I, I like I want to really approach things from a way that 
someone who's who doesn't look at a car very often but can describe things or explain where something is on the engine that is causing an error you know hopefully you're listening to me and think okay yeah I can describe that a little bit better instead of having to make those embarrassing noises and having mechanics look at you like like what are you doing are you trying to growl at me like a bear and you're just like no that's what my engine's doing anyway so here's the sounds of the before and after so here is before and I will show you the after here is after So much smoother sounding, much, much healthier sounding. Um, so that's ticked off our list. So now we have replaced the spade that connects to the brake sensor on the brake pedal, which just to touch on that real quick, when that sensor burns out because of a loose spade, your uh, gear shift in your car is not going to be able to shift if that sensor is not connected. So losing that connection can be very scary and very stressful very quick because it makes you think like, oh my gosh, I have a limit of a car. You don't. You have a loose spade that needs to be reclamped and reconnected to the sensor on the brake pedal. Um, so we have done the sensor. We have replaced spark plugs and wires. We uh, changed the oil. We have... Now replaced two pulleys on the, with the serpentine belt and the AC clutch assembly. New tires, new headlights. Um, my dad is has kind of like, oh my gosh, something falls apart on this car every time we turn around. Well, that's the pitfall of, of changing vehicles. And for me, I really like to get into depth myself over what exactly is going to get fixed and I like to oversee the course of it getting fixed right the first time and so even if you're not a pro if a mechanic tells you you need this done if a friend says you need this done look it up on YouTube search forums watch videos before you agree to let someone do those changes to your vehicle because it's going to save you time and it's going to save you money and it's going to make your vehicle not only better but safer. Um, oh, and we also had to replace the calipers and um, a few things on the front end when we first got it. Um, and the very top of the list, very first thing my dad did to it was the fuel pump. And that was the beginning of this beautiful relationship, although kind of stressful right now. Um, and I'm going to say um a lot. There has been just, for me, I have really enjoyed working on this vehicle. If I still had my Suburban, I would absolutely love enjoying it because I plan to give it a beautiful glow up. My sister and 
uh, her man, uh, my brother Richard, uh, they have it now, and, um, I still plan to help them give it a good glow up because it needs to be a hundred percent for them and it needs to be safe and it needs to be right. Um, so I, I still plan to help them, uh, as soon as our schedules all actually fit together. So next thing up on my to-do list, and I have a pretty long one, um, AC clutch is done. Yeehaw. Next is because this happened last week and it always happens when you think things are finally calming down. We get the AC clutch fixed and the alternator goes out. That's right. Alternator just goes kaput. It happens y'all. And sometimes you can take them to someone and they can repair the alternator and they can do it for about 50 bucks. But if they can't, you need to brace yourself for about a $200 part. Installation is easy on these, on an alternator, for the most part. But it's the actual price of the part is what kills you on this one. So, up next on our beautiful list is not a new tattoo for Julie, because this is my birthday month, but never mind, because car, um, we're going to do the alternator. And we are hopefully taking it to someone in Tulsa this week that will repair the alternator. And it will only be $50 instead of $200 to $250 for a brand new part. Um, now, I know how to solder and I know how to do minor electrical repairs, but this is way out of my wheelhouse. I can't do this. And if I wanted to try and repair an alternator, I would do it for like making my own um, wind generator with an alternator. I wouldn't use this on a vehicle that I would drive or something that I would that I would need to rely on on a day-to-day -day basis until I was absolutely 100% sure of myself. And in this case, I'm not. So we're going to find someone to fix it. Uh, next, after, once the alternator uh, gets its ish fixed, um, I'm going to save up and get a new radiator, and when I do that, I will also do the coolant flush. Um, the person that does a very thorough job of explaining how to do a coolant flush and installing a new radiator is Chris Fix on YouTube. He has a phenomenal video over it. He's way more thorough than I can even begin to explain. Um... And yeah, he takes you through the process step by step. And while I say he makes it look easy, anything is easy as long as you prepare yourself ahead of time. So any automotive care that you're going to do, even if you're just starting from day one to maybe have your car looking cleaner or things like that, watch videos and get all of the things you need to be prepared to do these fixes and stuff. Don't be like, oh, I gotta run to the store for this. Oh, I gotta run. Just watch videos, read forums, look at the list that you think will be will best fit what you need with your budget. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna do a ra get a ra new radiator and a coolant flush. Is it absolutely necessary? No, but 
it is a 2003 Ford Mustang, so I want it to be running like a top. And whether it's a 2003 or a brand new one, I take care of my vehicles. I like to take care of my vehicles. It's a very good outlet for me. Next up, um, once we get some more, you know, those things with the engine finished, I am going to work more on cosmetic I, cosmetic issues and um, just uh, interior and exterior things. Uh, I noticed a bit of road noise coming from the passenger side, which is surprising because I'm hard of hearing. And so if I can hear it, it's loud. Absolutely loud. So I was... I took a peek around the car and the weather stripping is there is just a chunk of it missing from above the window and so I'm gonna get new weather stripping and I'm just gonna replace both at the same time that way I don't have to worry about it for another 10-15 years um, and I'm gonna get a little thicker uh, weather stripping because on my Mustang there is no um, when you open the door it is just the window. There is no frame around the window for the window to roll into. When the door shuts, it goes flush against that weather stripping, and that's how it keeps water and weather out of the vehicle and sound. So without that weather stripping, I'm getting air into the car. It leaks when it rains. Um, not badly. It's just a slow drip. But slow drips turn into humongous nightmares later. If anyone has done any type of construction or dealt with rust or anything, they know that water getting somewhere it doesn't need to go can cause big problems. So the weather stripping is more of a priority cosmetic-wise for me. It's not just the sound thing. It's making sure that the water isn't seeping into the car and causing mold or causing electrical issues with the window going up and down things like that. So after that, got to get back into my phone here because I made a list this time. I was prepared, y'all. Um, the next thing after that will be putting, and this is where I'm still undecided. I don't know if I'm going to strip my carpet out of the cabin of the car and just shampoo it and give it like a, a just a hardcore scrubbing or if I'm just going to completely buy a brand new um, piece of carpet to put in there because it is relatively cheap. It's about $120. Uh, and it comes completely 3D, 3D custom molded for my vehicle. So $120 to have a newer, nicer smelling, you know, better interior on the floor is great um, because you don't know what's been dragged through your vehicle especially if you own an older one so sometimes it's worth it to look into just buying a brand new piece of carpet to lay in there sometimes it's not just depends now if it was vinyl I would not replace it whatsoever I would just leave it as is and give it a lovely glow up with some plastishine or something um, next along with the carpet is updating the seats um, I'm researching right now how to do the vinyl and fabric paint with the Duplicolor spray paint. Whether I absolutely go that route, I am still undecided. I would love to know what people think, uh, what your opinion is on that, because I welcome the feedback as long as it's not anything to do with 
you judging me as a person. It, if it's about the cars, that's great. If it's about anything else, I'm not going to talk about it. So, for the via for the seats, um, I want to do. I'll either do the vinyl or if this car can, you know, after I get any more technical difficulties fixed, if it continues to be a phenomenal car, I will invest the money and get uh, uh, more updated vinyl seating um, because that saves on stains and these seats are quite stained. I've already shampooed them three times and each time they look better and better, but there's also a lot of sun damage and so... I might reupholster them, I might paint them, undecided. And then after that, I want to do the center console update. Um, it's just it's just worn, and so again, I might use the vinyl, the duplicolor to paint it, and just give it an upgrade look, because it doesn't have a lot of scratches. If it had deep gouging scratches in it, I wouldn't paint it, I would just purchase a replacement. But it doesn't, so... I'm thinking paint will be the best way to go on that. The armrest, however, doesn't have the armrest pad. So I do have to get a new hinging door with the pad and everything for it. Um, because there's also a crack in it. And so when I try to lift it up, it splits in two. And it's just splitting in two the more I try to mess with it. So there's no point in getting the foam and the upholstery cover because it's cracking and it's going to break eventually. So I'm going to bite the bullet and get the full hinge and the cover and the foam and everything to replace that. But back to the rest of the center console where the cup holders are before the uh, shifter. I want to replace this shift, the handle on the shifter. Um, I'm sure that's the technical term. I'm not, but I just. Anyway, um... I also want to try my hand at cutting into the console and adding my own USB charging ports. I have two cigarette lighters in this car, one's inside the console, one's up in front of the shifter, and then I also have a USB port on the uh, post-manufactured CD deck, or yeah, CD deck. And um, it works fine. It works great. The sound in that car is amazing. I absolutely love it. I have no complaints there. But just for a flashier, more updated look, I think I would like to add some USB ports and give it an updated color, just really freshen up the paint and stuff. Um, moving on from there is... Oh, yeah. Rewind. My bad. When I do the interior of the carpet, I also want to put down some more sound muting mat underneath the carpet, which is why I'm trying to decide if I'm just going to shampoo it or buy brand new is because I would like to lay um, fat mat under it, which is a, a lot like Dynamat, but the fat mat cancels out a lot of road noise. And if you're in, if you've been in a Mustang and you've ridden somewhere a long distance in a Mustang, it literally feels like you're just sitting on the highway, dragging along, and it's it's very noisy. Even if I had the weather stripping, it would still be relatively noisy because of the noises underneath the vehicle. So that cosmetically is a benefit to do, and it also helps 
with insulation in the vehicle in the winter and the summer. It's going to cool down your car a whole lot. Um, which next would be window tinting. I am very undecided on the window tinting. And here's my reason why. Is I drive with bifocals. And I've been driving my dad's truck. And his windows are very tinted. And I have astigmatism. And so... Having those tinted windows, while they are great for blaring headlights that are just absolutely obnoxious, which I'm going to be honest, when I'm in a vehicle with obnoxious headlights, I love it. But if I'm not, I absolutely hate it. So, I don't know if I want to put tint on my Mustang yet. I'm undecided on that. Again, feedback. Give me your feedback on it. If someone has a magical trick for people with vision issues, um tell them to me. I need to know before I bite the bullet and do the tinting. Um, or if there's something different I can do to help with the uh, glare and everything. Um, my glasses, they have an anti-glare. They're polyphobic. They're bifocals. I've been wearing bifocals since I was 19. So bifocals are anything new and I'm 32. So 13 years of it. Already gotten used to it. You can't tell me I'm getting older because it's already happened. Um, and then next would be adding more lighting to the exterior. I do want my brake lights to be a little brighter, a little bit more flashier, but I can't decide on a style. So that is at the lower rung of my list because for one, they're ODOT certified now. They work like a charm. All three lights, the, the center brake light uh, on the top of the trunk, um, everything works great on the rear end, except for this next thing, which is the muffler. I have an exhaust leak, and the actual tailpipe hangs down too low and sometimes scrapes, or um, if I'm going up a hill, it catches the ground. That absolutely has to be repaired soon. And then... Um, what was the thing after that? And it felt like it was a relatively important thing. And now I can't remember it. So maybe if I remember it, I'll put it on next week's show. We'll see. It's a surprise. So my final thing would be... See, custom that. Okay. Along with the weather stripping is repairing the passenger side door. The plastic cosmetic thing that kind of holds the windows and everything and to where you can pull the door shut I'm gonna hiccup excuse me sorry I hiccuped um that little part that you kind of grab onto to pull the door shut it pops out um the clips are missing so I just need a new one of those panels which it's thankfully cheap it's like 25 bucks on American Muscle or Amazon or LMR or CJ Pony Parts. Um, they have all of those available and you just pick the one you feel is most durable for the best price. So compare those prices before biting the bullet on cosmetic items. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this isn't important, but cosmetically speaking, I am going to update my gauges and stuff on my dash. I'm going to go with a reverse backlit LED setting. I'm going to save up the money and I might go full digital. I haven't decided yet because if I just do 
um, chrome bezeled face plating and change it from that black and orange to the white and blue I feel like that's gonna give it just a phenomenal upgrade however the digital looks pretty sweet too it's just the um, just changing the face plates and everything is gonna be a total of two hundred dollars and just to buy the digital plug-and-play and not even with the accessories to install it anything like that you're looking at four hundred dollars so it's a 2003 it doesn't actually need a digital odometer or anything like that it that would just be purely because I want it and right now it ain't broke I'm not gonna fix it so most likely I'm gonna go with the chrome bezel gauge plate and then I'm gonna get change the gauges and the lighting to uh, white and blue instead of black and green um, and then the final thing here is on any little cosmetic details like I mean the sunroof lining um, the locks on the doors they're, they're smooth polished plastic uh, I'm gonna upgrade those babies to probably the steel billet or yeah billet on um, American Muscle I just want the locks to look a little flashier I want the inside to be very comfortable and so I feel right now it's it I'm making it my own and it's not very um it just looks very worn right now and I don't want it to look worn I want it to look taken care of and treasured and appreciated so yeah I'm going to get down to the nitty-gritty with this um, and I told you at the beginning we replaced the brake calipers here's a dilemma we fa we are facing right now with that is the calipers themselves we decided to just spray paint them red with dupli color before putting them on the vehicle but here's a hard lesson I learned that I wish I would have thought through and I was so busy that day I regret it immediately is I did not put a clear coat seal on the calipers so all of that beautiful red that was shining through my wheels on the brake calipers is now chunky and scraped up and worn out from six months of driving and it looks and it could if the rest of the car was a little bit more updated it'd look more edgy you know but right now it just looks like oh you didn't do a good job at that so I have to redo it again so that will also get done and the final thing and this is very low rung on the list because I just got new tires is I am still on the fence about painting my rims I have watched amazing things over it and I just don't know I just feel like paint is gonna get scratched up so I think in the long term next time I do my tire rotation I'm just gonna have the money saved up to get newer flashier rims and really just continue giving this baby a glow up the final things that I'm going to talk about are my side mirrors. They're a little on the small side. So I'm going to be talking to a few places to get slightly larger side view mirrors 
on the exterior and I want the ones that are on there are just a plain plastic faded black and I I clean them I give I do the plastic cleaner and then I do the shine on them and they look amazing for about three weeks before they start fading again so I want painted side mirrors on this baby she needs them um yeah also already talked about this the lining in the car yeah um just a few like end notes is um I also can't decide if I'm gonna do a back a rear seat delete and just not have any seat belts or anything back there I just kind of want to use it as an extension of my trunk um because I I have my son and I and I have my nieces and my nephew but they don't all fit in my car so I am still undecided on how I'm going to approach the back seat area if anybody has any really good ideas please send them my way I can't wait to hear your thoughts over if you've had a back seat delete what were the benefits what were the cons is it not worth the time let me know and then on the engine when I do the radiator and everything I am thinking about putting magnet braid covers on my hoses because as I continue to work on this vehicle I want every single part of it to look shiny and beautiful as often as possible however that is really kind of hard to do when you live in southeast Oklahoma and one week there's a tornado and then there's snow and then there's god-awful wind and then there's oh look more rain even though it's winter our state just loves rain right now I guess and decided to move tornado season up three months but whatever Oklahoma's doing Oklahoma thank you for your lack of educational support government anyway I said I wouldn't get political bad Julie bad Julie anyway so back to the topic at hand weather and all of that I want my engine to look pristine and beautiful and clean and so anything that I can paint or put a magna brake cover on or clean up with my Dremel tool I'm gonna do um, I started using how to use I, I started learning how to use a Dremel tool a few years ago um, when I I'm a novice woodworker and the more I use this tool the more I love it for so many things um, it's definitely 100% worth the investment to get one an electric drill and two a rotary tool like a Dremel or another brand they are great at cleaning in small spaces they're great at buffing and polishing wood and metals and even some plastics um, they're good at getting residue and plaque and just gunk off of things it's amazing and it's very like satisfying kinda like one of those videos where you watch that person cut soap so I have ran over my time by about 15 minutes but bear with me I'm almost done y'all so just to touch base AC clutch is done we are moving on to the alternator uh, once that is done, saving up money to do the radiator and the coolant flush and looking at adding the Magna Braid hose, uh, hose covers. And then it's going to be the weather strip and the trim, putting fat mat under the interior carpet, 
center console getting an update at some point eventually um, adding more lighting to the exterior whether it's through projections or LED strips or an LED bar on the trunk um, stay tuned and we'll see what I decide and then repairing the passenger door handle and trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with not only the rear seat but doing what kind of job to my passenger and driver's side seat um, one of my friends joked that I need to not only coyote swap my V6 3.8 which let's face it guys if I try to make that thing sound any louder or give it a rumble it's just gonna sound like a really sad gum wrapper gum wrapper <laughs> a gam wrapper a gum wrapper going down the highway like so no no we don't need to supercharge we don't need to do any of that it is a v6 it is what it is if it was a gt if it was a v8 if it was manual if it was this if it was anything other than what it is i would maybe look into that and test and invest the time and money but right now i just want it to run healthy and clean and smooth and i want the cosmetics to look bomb um, also uh, in closing I am learning about ceramic hybrid waxes and um, again go over to Chris fix YouTube it it's amazing and again like those soap videos very just relaxing to watch very pleasing and satisfying to watch how this how these products work to bring out the best shine on your vehicle along with protecting it from the elements um, up in a few weeks I will be not only doing my car but a few family members cars I'll be weather uh, getting the vehicles a little bit more weather ready because we're gonna have some more weather coming through it's gonna be a lot more rainy things like that so we're gonna be doing a Caranuba wax treatment to the windshield the mirrors the headlights giving our headlights a good scrub so you have you know full unfoggy lights at night um, and don't forget like I said in the last video don't forget to adjust your headlights to make sure they're at the proper level so you're not blinding people and your lights aren't shining up onto signs and not down on the road where it's supposed to be safely um, and I also decided on this one I am gonna close with this I don't have to tell you this, but I'm a mom, so I'm going to. If you're listening to this, do me a favor. Do not drink and drive. Do not use substances and drive. You call a friend. You call a taxi. You call someone to come get your booty and get you back home safely. Do not endanger other drivers. Do not endanger anyone because of your decisions so yeah I got a little dark and deep there for a minute but like I said I'm a mom and I'm gonna lecture you um, and motorcyclists keep watch over them because they don't always see what you see and they're just trying to enjoy their drives too so be safe don't drink and drive watch out for cyclists be respectful of cyclists 
because they're awesome and they do amazing things with their motorcycles. And thank you for listening. Final reminder. First Saturday in May, Armed Forces Day Parade here in McAllister. Show our troops some love. And I can't wait to tell you who's going to be the guest speaker, who all, who's all going to be there performing. And if you're wanting a slot to either perform or help service, uh, give your, uh, give, um, woo, it's getting late. Give your time freely to help this thing get off without a hitch. Um, contact me through my website, julianiman.com, or find us on Facebook. Um, my dad and I run the Facebook page is Armed Forces Day Parade, McAllister, Oklahoma. You can get further information from us there. We would be elated to have you volunteer, get involved, get uh, service members involved, get veterans involved, get your family involved. It's going to be an amazing day. Oh, and at the airport, there's going to be free hot dogs and free drinks. Not boozy drinks, just, you know, delicious, refreshing drinks. Like Sprite and Coke and stuff. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me. I'm losing my voice. I have allergies. It's Oklahoma. What do you expect? That's where I'm going to call it a night. I went way over on my time, and I don't care. Because each one is going to be different. And this Jeep girl is going to bed. Y'all have a great night, be safe, make good choices, and I will update you on the alternator situation next week. Have a good night.